therootwave.com. What's going on, beautiful people? Thank you for returning back to my channel, The Root Wave. In this episode, I have Nancy Ruffin. Nancy, please say hello to my audience and then let us know where we can find you, please. Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Nancy Ruffin. It's such an honor to be on tonight. Um, you guys can find me all over the internet, really simple, at I am Nancy Ruffin across every social media platform. So that's Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Facebook, um, and my website is IamNancyRuffin.com. Nice and simple. Yep, very simple. And Nancy, I'm going to put that right below when, once I edit the video so that way people can um, find you. And also I'll be linking it on the comment section below. Um, if you wouldn't mind, I'm not going to do any justice to what your, your movement is, but if you wouldn't mind just explaining what it is you do, what it is that you've been up to, have accomplished, and um, that way our audience can get a better idea of who you are, please. Okay, well, um, first and foremost, I am a mom. I have two beautiful little girls. Uh, all of the work that I do really centers around empowering women. Um, and because I have two kids, it's important for me to teach them from young the importance of understanding the power that they have. And so a lot of the work that I do is centered on that. Um, but I got my start in this kind of empowerment field because I'm a writer. And I've written four books, one of which is a personal development self-help book, Live on Purpose, which won first place for best self-help book in the 2017 International Latino Book Awards. Um, so that's something I'm really proud of Very as a Latina. Mm -hmm. um, I also host my own weekly empowerment podcast, The Empowerment Hour, and you can connect Every Monday, a new episode drops. Um, you can find us on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you stream, you know, um, podcasts. Um, and then in addition to that, I also am the CEO and executive director of the Fierce Woman uh, Foundation. And really what we are is an empowerment organization where we facilitate various workshops throughout the year that are focused on a number of different topics, whether it's financial literacy, whether it's resume writing, um, just empowerment, kind of tapping into your God-given gifts. Um, it's an organization that is centered on helping women really dig deep into who they are and discover who God intended them to be. Mm -hmm. Well, I really appreciate that description because I know that, like I said, I wasn't going to do you any justice with that. You have been up to a lot. I have to say that um, when I started this, um, a lot of what I'm trying to do here is get people who are inspirational and can motivate other people, um, especially people that are, I guess, I, I know you would want to be global, but right now I just feel like you're, you're popping very locally too. So um, I, I do want to, that the plan is to get global, right. I need to figure out how to scale who I am at an international level. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I see you getting there because it's, it's all about the hustle. But um, I, I started following you and I was impressed because um, you're, you're doing the job, right? You're doing that job where you're motivating people and then you're, you're building yourself at the same time, which is amazing. It, it's such a... It's such a journey that needs to happen at the same time, right? Very parallel things happening at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And then uh, I was following you and then it turns out we have a mutual friend. Um, and yeah. then <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. But no, I, 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 that's how the world works. Yeah. And I find um, the more that I meet people, 
the more connections we have in common, like we really are like six degrees of separation, like they say. <laughs> Maybe less. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. So um, she, uh, I was looking for people that I can interview and she said, hey, reach out to Nancy. And I was like, Nancy, who? I'm like, I follow her. That's so crazy. You know her? So then I was just, you know, I grew a pair and I reached out to you and I was like, <laughs> let me let me see what I can do. Um, so let, let me just start this. Um, interview with all the questions that I have and a lot of what I want to what I want to create with this video is I want to build some type of motivation for people now I know that there's a lot of people out here including myself yourself that are trying to motivate people but I, one thing that I felt like would be awesome to um, dissect with you is going over how people get started now a lot of uh people including myself before I was awake and like trying to better myself in a different way um, you would hear people say, Hey, you just gotta go out there and do it. Or you gotta just find that purpose and, and all this great stuff. And honestly, I look at it now and I'm like, I remember that time I had no clue what that meant. Um, mm -hmm. they could have told me that all day. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Until I finally put the work in to do that. And I kind of want to do that in this video where I just want to go over some details. So that way, maybe somebody watching this will say, there it is. That's yeah. that's what it what that's what I was missing because that's a lot of what happened to me. I was like, what am I missing? What am I missing? Um, so let let me just get started a little bit um, with what I want to discuss. So, um, in regards to finding someone's own voice and purpose, um, what what would you suggest would be a good way to start and get that going? Let's say someone that hasn't that's literally coming off the street and saying, hey, I want to get this going. What are some tips or details that you feel that are are maybe overlooked by everyone trying to uh, do this empowerment. What is something that's overlooked that they should really uh, pay attention to the details so that way they can be a better person and empower themselves, please? You know, I think that oftentimes we overthink things. We think that there has to be this huge amount of work or a lot of research that we have to do when in fact, all we really need to do is be who we are. and. As simple as that may sound, I think it's just the absolute truth. We each have our own unique story. We each have our own experiences, right? And we each have experienced trials, challenges, hard times. And yet here we are, me, you, whoever, right? We have overcome all of those things that at one time we thought would either break us or keep us down or where we felt like, you know, we, we didn't know how we were going to get through that, but we did somehow. Right. And so if you want to get into the field of motivation or being inspirational, the best advice I can give you is just look within yourself, tap into your own personal story and then share that with others. In my own experience, um, I kind of fell into the empowerment stuff. But because I did just that, because I started sharing my stories as a writer, you know, and so I was writing a lot of what my experiences had been in the past. And for me, my story specifically had to do with a really great desire to be a mother and the challenge it was for me um, to become a mother. It wasn't something that was easy. It was something that um, me and my husband had to actively work towards and work at and we had to see doctors. Um, and so I wrote about that. And when I wrote about that and when I shared it, what I found was that there were so many other women that were going through the same thing. And so by me sharing my story, what it did, it was it gave them hope. 
and it gave them a different perspective on their own journey, you know? And so I think really just start looking within yourself and seeing what parts of your story you're comfortable in sharing. Because again, um, it takes a, a level of confidence to kind of get out there and share and be brave and really open up yourself and be vulnerable, right? Because when we do that, we risk being attacked also mm -hmm. by whoever is listening to our story. So there's a fine line, but I will tell you that there is much greater reward in sharing the story than in not. And so just share your story. Right, right. Um, yeah, because if you share your story, who knows who will reach out and say, hey, me too, or yes. um, I love your story or what's going on. Um, and definitely just sharing your story, I think, um, it's going to lead me to a, a good point that I want to discuss. And that's, um, I think a lot of uh, one's journey to just become empowered oneself and motivate oneself is um, just kind of cutting out the BS in your life, you know, becoming very self-aware. I mean, we don't realize how much um, we are our own enemy, Yeah. Um, whether it be um, reliving trauma or some type of... Um, something that may have just made us sour at some point in our life because I've been to um, certain seminars and stuff like self-improvement and I've even seen people stand up and say you know 30 old men crying talking about I didn't get invited to that sixth yes. grade party yes. um, because and I was the only kid in town that didn't get invited and you're looking at them and you're going really <laughs> but right. at the same the time is, right right at the same time not, you're saying it's not it's not so much about the, the fact that exactly. they weren't invited to the party per se right. it's the feeling of not being included right. or not being chosen right. or not being wanted right so it's not the party per se it's what that invokes, the feeling that it invokes in a person. And we often carry with us a lot of our childhood trauma mm -hmm. into adulthood, which stunts us, right? It stunts our emotional growth. Mm -hmm. It stunts our ability to really live up to our fullest potential because we're carrying all of this negative, these lies really, that we have been conditioned to believe about ourselves. And so that's why as adults and for many adults, and I would say for, for all of us, there's an unlearning that has to happen in order for us to get to the point where we can teach others, where we can motivate, where we can empower, because we have to let go all of the limiting beliefs that we have been carrying with us throughout our lives. Yeah, because I wouldn't be able to be where I am right now if I didn't let go of my crap. Um, right. A lot of the crap that, like you said, and I went to one of these seminars where they explained it beautifully, where we have to realize what we're telling ourselves and what we're holding or what we're carrying on our shoulders. Is it a story yeah. we're telling ourselves or is it fact? And if right. it's not a fact and if it's just a story or it's more emotional, then we're just doing um, a disservice to ourselves by carrying that along when we're the only ones carrying it. <laughs> no one else is actually living that or, or, or reliving that except oneself. And then that, that just kind of holds you back to expressing yourself and being who you want to be because all that does is build some type of negativity and security and yeah. just, just, just like you said, stunts the growth. Um, you brought up something in regards to women, which I, I have a note here because I'm, what I'm trying to do is um, do self-expression for myself with this content, but at the same time have a purpose for it. And I, and I want to leave a legacy and I want to leave something that not only I'm proud about, 
but also my kids are proud about. But right. when it comes to this stuff, a lot of it is self-empowering, um, you know, motivating, just just building some type of knowledge for the for the audience out there. But I do notice that I have trouble growing because at some point I realized that most of the audience that I need to target and that I've been coming to collect are women. Because it seems like women are more in tune with what it is to um, actually see the bigger picture in regards to because we're we're willing to do the work right <laughs> we really it's it's um it's hard to really connect with your emotions you know and to really want to do that um however i do believe that it's going to happen for men mm -hmm. just because um from my own work um i'm seeing a lot of men reaching out to me wanting to do the same similar work for men having these types of conferences these types of you know workshops seminars then there's a whole movement right now that's centered on mental health you know mental health awareness and making sure that we are transferring that you know to the men and to the boys that are growing up so i think even though you might feel challenged right now i think it's very new and fresh for men but i think you're coming in at the exact right time you're going to be in it at the beginning you mm. know so you're going to get a lot of the men who are going to start doing the work mm -hmm. and then it's going to be eventually it'll become like what's happening with women every woman now is doing empowerment work and you know when i started this years ago there weren't that many other women doing what i was doing now there's a bunch i mean and it's great because i think that we all need this healing and I can't reach every single woman in the world, mm -hmm. but I think that just be patient with yourself. You'll get there right. uh, ju and just start, I guess, um, channeling your content towards what you as a man wish you had mm -hmm. or, or feel that you need and didn't have. And I will tell you that the men will gravitate towards that because Whatever it is you thought you were missing, they're missing as well. Yeah, right. No, I agree because a good point that you're saying, well, first, let me just address real quick that I love the fact that women are doing this because women are the, um, they're the tree, they're the roots, you know, they're the ones that, that, that provide every foundation. And if they're doing that, then yes, at some point, we're going to tr transfer that onto our children, which are boys and men included, right? right? Which yes. is amazing. Um, the other thing that I, I think I want to I wanna address is the fact that the work that you're discussing that women are willing to do is a lot. Most of this work that we're talking about in order to even start one's self-empowerment is um, putting in the work into your emotions. Um, okay. Something that, you know, just as men, humans, we're not doing, but men, <laughs> even worse. So exactly. if let's say a man is watching this show right now, how do they, uh, what, what, what suggestions do you have in regards to being able to deal with one's emotions or actually going through the mud of clearing out the emotional baggage that a man may have, not, not necessarily a woman, but a, a man, what, we, what would you do? I think um, that all of us, we all have to let go of what we have been taught about genders, you know, and the role and the, the certain role assignments that we place on, you know, women or men. And traditionally, it has been taught to the men that feeling your emotions, showing your emotions, tapping into your um, vulnerability is a sign of weakness. And because that's what we have taught, you know, that's what we've been taught and what we've been teaching 
um, men grow up emotionally stunned, stunned, and they don't allow themselves to get there. And it does a big disservice to us as a society because then we don't allow men to really connect with the women in their lives. We kind of keep them away from also being able to connect with their daughters in a way that the daughters need for a man to show up in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that the best thing we can start doing for the men that are watching is to change the narrative and understand that tapping into your emotions and allowing yourself to feel is not a, a sign of weakness. In fact, it takes an incredible amount of strength to allow yourself to be vulnerable, to allow people to see you for who you really are, to express those emotions. That takes so much strength to do that. Mm-hmm. A weak person would not allow anyone to see them, you know, in, in that state of, of vulnerability. So I think it's just starting to change that voice in your head that says you're weak or it's a sign of weakness. Right. Right. And then um, let me just um, discuss one more topic that I want to bring up that I, I, while I was thinking about what I was going to discuss in this interview, because I wanted to be concise, I thought of a moment, a, some, a moment flashed in my eyes. I'm in my early 30s and um, I want to say I started this journey about a year or two ago in regards to just clearing out my own crap as a man, <laughs> as a human, just as everything that, you know, as, as a, as a partner, as, as a dad, you know, it took like, it's, it's taken me two years of literally sometimes locked in my room crying, like, mm-hmm. being like, Oh my God, you know, like yeah. just, just letting it all out and, and putting in a momentum. But one other thing that I noticed, um, while going through that, that that's a more internal, but more of a outside focus. And I see also on, other people that I've left behind because now I don't work in corporate America no more. I left a lot of people behind and I noticed that people my age, maybe even a little bit before, maybe a little after my age, um, just walk around very tired. Like life is over. And I felt like now that I've more awake, I'm like, Holy crap. Thank God I woke up because I'm only in my early thirties. I don't know where this came from. And I meant that at that moment like that, but you know, I, you start looking at society and our emotions and everything that we've been discussing for the last, you know, couple of minutes and, and how that just batters you down to the point that if you're in your thirties, people are going or forties or fifties and people are going, it's over for me. Um, <laughs> have you seen that a lot when, when, in what you do and the work you do? I have. And again, I think this all kind of stems back to just it's generational, right? And so when we think about, like, for example, our parents, um, and for some of us, you know, we're like first generation here. And so we're probably the first generation that, you know, many, you know, that have yeah, had the opportunity to go to college or get uh, or have careers in corporate America that were not like labor, you know, manual labor, where a lot of our parents may have been. And so I know for me, as an example, I was, my parents always stressed the importance of going to college, go to college, get an education and get a job where you can earn good money so you don't have to struggle, right? It was never pursue your passion, you know, do what you love, um, tap into your creativity. It wasn't any of that because they were more focused on making sure that I could support myself and not have to struggle. And so we carry that with us, right? And so we go get the jobs that we think are gonna 
earn us a really good living and we will kill ourselves in these jobs, right? We mm -hmm. will work day and night so that we can get promoted, so that we can make more money, <laughs> so that we can quote unquote live more comfortably. But in doing that, we're suffering, right? A lot of us might be working jobs that we absolutely hate, mm -hmm. that don't fulfill us. We hate getting up in the morning. We hate going to the place, you know, our place of employment. We hate the people that we work with, <laughs> but we we do it, right? Because we want to live this quote unquote American dream based on what we have been taught from our parents. And again, it's not until you we go through our own awakening that we say, you know what? There's so much more to life than just waking up every single day, going to work, coming home, taking care of the kids, going to sleep and doing it again, you know? And so when we, we have to let go of this concept of age also, we tie so much, we put so much weight behind age, not realizing if you're in your early thirties, you're a baby mm -hmm. when you think about it, right? Because you don't become an adult officially until you're 21. So up until you're 21, many of us are still have still been with our parents. We don't know what it is to be on our own. We don't know what it is to support ourselves, any of that. We're babies, right? So by the time you're 30, really, you're nine years old. You've only been an adult for nine years, <laughs> right? Right. I'm 41 right now. Now I feel like I'm starting to actually live. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, my 20s were my baby years. Right. I was learning how to walk and talk and do all of those things on my own. Then I got to my 30s and I became a little bit more focused. And that was like, all right, now I have to figure out, like, what do I want my life to be? What do I want my my legacy mm -hmm. to be? And now that I know myself, like, damn, I'm 40 now. Like now, like I'm confident. I don't care what people say about me. I know that when you do what you love and when you chase your dreams, everything else follows that you can absolutely make money and earn a living doing what you love. And so this is, this is why it's important for us that our generation, this is how we change future generations mm -hmm. because now, yeah, education is important, but you don't have to go to school to become educated. Okay. I have a master's degree and I will tell you if I had to do it again, I would not have I would not have gone for that. Right. I have tens of thousands of dollars in student loan debt. So now I'm living the rest of my life to pay off that debt. Mm -hmm. Right. We we encourage our kids to go to college and take out these loans and we're they're starting off on a bad foot. By the mm -hmm. time they graduate, they're already tens of thousands of dollars in debt. And for what? To go get a job in an office where you probably won't even make close to whatever your your debt is right you know so for so for my kids i'm going to push them towards whatever they want to do so if they want to go to college go to college i will support you i will help you pay for it so that when you get out of college you don't have the debt mm -hmm. but if they have a passion if they have a dream if they're creative and that's what they want to do then i'm going to support that as well and that's how we start to kind of shift um, generationally. Mm -hmm. No, that, that's amazing. And that's exactly what I'm seeing is happening with a lot of people that I'm involved with, which is amazing because five years, 10 years ago, there was none of this going on. And I right. think now it's a whole different thing. I do want to just share something personal that you mentioned in regards to legacy. I found my purpose of what I wanted to do when one day after I got rid of all my emotional baggage, I realized 
how important legacy was to me. And mm-hmm. then I wanted to, and then I defined what that legacy is. Right. And then I just started putting the pieces together and actually putting in the work. And then once I started putting in the work, it started to fall in very easily compared to what yeah. I was thinking was going to happen. So I do appreciate that you brought up that legacy thing because all of this is part of that legacy. Yeah. And then I think if somebody d- just looks at it in that aspect, they'll be able to find their purpose a lot easier not right away but maybe a lot easier than uh, what they're probably thinking currently in their mind right and the thing with legacy is we you know when you think of legacy you think of um like it it seems far away almost right right? when you think about legacy it's like when we're gone right and like years ahead but every single day we're building our legacy Mm -hmm. every minute every action every experience that we do is building our legacy. It's what we're going to be remembered for. So if you think about it in that context, right, for, for your viewers that are watching, just ask yourself, and is what I'm doing today something that I want to contribute to my legacy? Right? And it's really that simple. Mm-hmm. It's a yes or no action. So everything that you're doing, whatever you're doing right now, do I want, is this what I want to be remembered for? And if it's no, then don't do that. Right. right. And then if it's yes, then do more of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. No, that makes 100 percent sense. Um, well, Nancy, I really appreciate you. We've been on for a little bit and I don't want to keep you. But um, if you wouldn't mind just telling uh, the audience where we can find you one more time, please. Yes, you can find me. I am Instagram. You want to connect with me? That's probably the best place to find me at I am Nancy Ruffin. But I'm also on Twitter. I'm on Snapchat. I'm on Facebook. Um, all with the same handle. I am Nancy Ruffin and my website, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Nancy, thank you so much for being on my channel. If you wouldn't mind, like I do with all my guests, I ask them to just leave us with a final memento, something that might um, motivate and inspire the people that are watching. And if you wouldn't mind, please. Absolutely. I think it's going to be really simple. Um, just stay true to who you are. Whatever that is, whatever your experience is, own it and share your story. There's power in that. There's inspiration in that. And that is what people are going to connect with. Don't be something that you're not because people can see through the BS um, and just be your authentic self, whatever that may be. Be proud. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Proud is awesome. (laughs) I've never been so (laughs) proud of my life and myself. and I'm sure you feel the same way. So this is this is an awesome time. Yes, thank you so much, Nancy. I really appreciate it. I hope maybe sometime down the line, later at the end of the year, maybe we can do this again. Um, you never know Absolutely. what can come from this. Absolutely. Yeah, and if yeah. you ever need a, a male perspective and anything that you're doing, I'm available. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely be calling upon you. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nancy. I really appreciate it. And to my audience, I hope you enjoyed this. Please pay attention to the message that we're talking about today. And I guess I'll catch you around in the next episode. Peace. Bye, Nancy. Bye.